Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Mondays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We have got a lot to dive into and I hope that you guys are having a fantastic start to your week. And I will tell you this, finally at long last, I had a pro sports experience that was 100% normal COVID is over. Sunday, I took my three boys and one of their friends. My wife went as well. There were six of us. We bought tickets to go to the Nashville Sounds AAA affiliate of the Milwaukee Brewers. Christian Yelich was playing. Went to the game. No social distancing. No mask requirement. Not even that ridiculous when you walk into a restaurant you have to have a mask on and then take it off when you sit down. Zero requirement of either of those things. I went to the NFL a lot of games. I went to college football. I went to college basketball. I went to a lot of Little League basketball games, baseball, everything else. This is the first time I've been to a pro sports environment and there have been zero restrictions anywhere. America is back open. COVID is over. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. But to me, the biggest takeaway is many different cities, many different states. If you are out there right now and you're like, where should I go for vacation? Nashville and the state of Tennessee is 100% open. Zero restrictions, zero mask requirements. You can dance in front of a band. You can make out with a stranger while uh, out on Broadway in downtown Nashville. Uh, We are back open here. And I got to tell you, going to that AAA event being able to just hang out you would have never known that COVID existed it's over here big cool experience after a year of absurdity to suddenly have the mask mandate vanish and I tweeted this on Friday as soon as Walmart followed the CDC and said there's no requirement for a mask Publix, Costco, Trader Joe's, Starbucks every major retailer in the country really is now doing away with mask mandates and the CDC which looks ridiculous over the decision making they have made for much of the past year finally realized that COVID was over and I saw a good stat 95% of the New York Times mask people the epidemiologists that they surveyed said I need, to, I need to give you the data on this. Let me see if I can find the number. I also need to tweet this out. I was reading the article and it actually ironically enough came out um, when, uh, when there was and I'm not sure if I can remember exactly what uh, you know experts mask uh, let's see if I can just get a, uh, a here it is. That was fast. They, they surveyed hundreds of epidemiologists the day before officially the news came down and I think this is great. Epidemiologists on how long they thought we'd be wearing masks uh, outdoors. Okay? Uh, A few more months 5%. This is the day before the CDC ended the mask and social distancing requirement. Half a year 15%. One year 29%. More than a year 26% from now on 26%. That survey was conducted of 570 
academic and applied ep- epidemiologist that was conducted between April 28th and May 10th. This all came out the day before uh, the day before the mask mandate was rescinded. Let me repeat this. I'm trying to do live math and those of you who listen or read my uh, my uh read my stuff know how crazy that can be 81% of them said that the mask mandate would remain in effect for a year or more potentially forever the day after this this was published they did away with it forever. So this is uh, this is pretty crazy 80% thought that it would take at least another year just 5% said people would no longer need to win by the summer Uh, and anyway I'm going to tweet out the link there because I thought it was kind of crazy it's over COVID is over all of the caterwauling all of the complaining all of it is finished 100% done forever a couple of other details that are out there I love this story the the Raiders the Las Vegas Raiders with, uh, with the combo of John Gruden and uh, and Derek Carr the question is what are they going to do going forward because Justin Herbert looks fantastic you've got Patrick Mahomes who is a generational talent in the AFC West and now the Denver Broncos are favored to go get Aaron Rodgers so suddenly there is a panic going on Mike Mayock the GM of the Raiders and John Gruden the head coach are thinking to themselves we have to do whatever we can to get Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders not just because we need him at the Raiders but also because if the Denver Broncos get Aaron Rodgers and we got Justin Herbert the best young quarterback right now in his class who looked phenomenal as a rookie and the best quarterback in the NFL maybe for the next decade in Patrick Mahomes how much difficulty is there going to be for the Raiders they're screwed with Derek Carr and so the Raiders are reportedly making a run to compete right now with everything surrounding that uh, that position with the Packers reports are the Packers want a starting quarterback and multiple first round draft picks the Broncos could theoretically give up their 2022 and their 2023 draft picks and also then uh, give up Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater depending on which quarterback the Packers would prefer Derek Carr could go along with a 2022 and a 2023 pick as well but ultimately the Raiders are in danger of being perpetually in last place in a division and you don't ever win the division if you are in the worst quarterback position by and large it's virtually impossible so the Raiders and the Broncos may now be the top competitors with each other where you get the value interior of of that scenario the Rodgers could go Aaron Rodgers could go to the Raiders he could go to the Broncos four or five more years I think this is a really intriguing story to follow. Uh, This is is interesting as well. Um, Did you see CNN? Bobby Barak has got a great article he also talked about it on the radio program with us earlier today CNN has lost 75% of its viewership in Joe Biden's first 100 days in office. That is if you go back to January and you look at where CNN's viewership was and you go all the way up into the first week in May 
CNN has gone from averaging over 2.7 million viewers to around 750,000. That's roughly 75% of their viewership has disappeared. And so I think this is an intriguing question. What exactly is going on such that CNN has no viewership anymore? Answer is pretty simple. CNN needed Trump desperately in order to be relevant. As soon as Trump was gone the great Satan there's no villain there's no evil leader that CNN can typecast and all of the resistance viewership all of the people out there who were triggered by Donald Trump they've just vanished. They've gone to find other things to do. They no longer care about politics. They cared about Trump. They don't care about Biden. They don't care about anything that's going on newsworthy wise. We also have the collapse of COVID which CNN has ridden to fear porn heights and all of a sudden the CNN business model is under a massive siege. Now some of you will say what about MSNBC? What about Fox News? They're actually doing fine because MSNBC is the defined liberal network and Fox News is the defined alternative network to basically everyone else in media and the audiences are doing fine for those places. Trump obviously gave both uh, gave all of the news media a sugar high but Fox News is comfortably in first place MSNBC is comfortably in second place CNN, Headline News all of those brands are collapsing because they desperately need Donald Trump in order to still be there or they were in trouble in a major way. Gotta tell you by the way speaking of in trouble a lot of you are gonna be in trouble if you're not sitting in a comfortable chair. Right now you know if you're working from home the chair that you sit in especially if you work a lot of hours makes a massive difference. I love my X chair. I like the dynamic variable lumbar heat massage therapy. I feel better at the end of the day after sitting in my X chair all day than I ever have sitting in any other chair. Right now you can get hooked up four different massage modes fast warming heat technology all of it can hook you up. If you already have an X chair you can upgrade but most of you out there have not experienced the fun that is the X chair. If you go to xchairclay.com right now X chairs on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairclay.com now. That's the letter X chair C-L-A-Y.com or call 1-844-4-X-CHAIR. X chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairclay.com now and use the code XWheels for free X-Wheel blade casters. That's xchairclay my name C-L-A-Y.com now. Pac-12 has hired a new commissioner and they are now talking about potentially expanding. BYU would make some sense if BYU wanted to join the program But the team that is receiving the most talk and I'm going to write and talk about this going forward the Oklahoma Sooners maybe Oklahoma State as well. I think we're going to see ultimately a battle royale between the Big 12 and the Pac-12 as both of those contract extensions come up. Are the Pac-12 or the Big 12 going to be able to ascend to a more significant level or are we going to end up effectively with a big two the SEC, the Big Ten a comfortable three in the ACC and then a four and a five in the Power Five major conferences in the Big 12 and the Pac-12 that are 
really kind of floating around on the periphery of major college football I think that is going to be a story that is worth paying attention to as the television rights revenue is floating around out there. Ultimately I think the most significant thing that the Pac-12's new commissioner can do is advocate for an expansion of the college football playoff and an automatic bid whether or not it's fair that's what I would advocate for uh, for the Pac-12 at a minimum expanding overall the scope of the playoff as it pertains to uh, growing the overall playoff. The Pac-12 has only won one playoff game so far by the way. Big 12 has still not won a playoff game. Uh, Pac-12's win Oregon over uh, Florida State in the first year of the playoff most of the years the Pac-12 hasn't been in the playoff at all and so far of course Oklahoma has lost every year that they have been in the playoff Uh, so that is a story that is worth paying attention to. Speaking of a story that is worth paying attention to do you remember when Texas Governor Greg Abbott opened up the state of Texas and Joe Biden immediately came out and said that was Neanderthal thinking everyone lost their mind over Texas doing away with its mask mandate and opening up 100% of their state. I gotta tell you this to me is the best thing about federalism in the United States. It is that you can have different state laboratories testing different theories to see what the right response is so you don't end up like Canada where the entire country is locked down basically. We have 50 different individual states which retain much of the authority to run their individual state governments. And so as a result Florida and Texas have been correct and I believe proven correct that lockdowns don't work compared to New York and California if you look at our four biggest states. New York locks down. California locks down. Texas and Florida both open up and the data here is pretty clear. Yesterday Greg Abbott of Texas said Texas reported this is on Sunday zero COVID related deaths. The only time that's happened since data was tracked in March of 2020. The fewest COVID cases in over 13 months. The lowest 7-day COVID positivity rate ever. The lowest COVID hospitalizations in 11 months. Thanks, he says, Texans. That is Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas. Texas Rangers have been playing in front of 100% capacity. Over 70,000 people last weekend uh, attended the Canelo Alvarez fight. There is zero argument at this point in time for every state not to be 100% back open. It is, I believe, an absolute no-brainer. Props to Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for looking at the data and actually listening to science. Unlike Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot who has said even though the CDC has ended the mask requirement that she is going to continue to wear her mask. Unlike California Governor Gavin Newsom who says that California is going to keep a mask mandate until June 15th this is a joke. It is an absolute joke. The party of science which claims that it's using science to make its determination has kept all schools closed even though it's been 100% safe to have schools open. By the way my kids finish in public school on Friday. We're headed down to Florida afterwards. Uh, my kids finish on Friday they have had a completely normal existence school has been open in person public school for the entire year 
props to Williamson County, Tennessee. We finished school on Friday. They're now talking the party of science about finally being able to open schools this coming fall for five days a week of in-person instruction after being shut down since March. This is madness. This is absolute insanity. Uh, And California Governor Gavin Newsom, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, it is absolutely pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Speaking of absolutely pathetic, CNN has an employee who was tweeting as the middle of this uh, Palestinian versus uh, Israel uprising, this battle that's been going on uh, where Israel has been fighting back against Hamas terrorists. Uh, A CNN employee said that he missed Hitler that he was rooting for the German soccer team because Hitler had a lot of good ideas associated with the Jews uh, and the way that he had treated them. I mean, this is aberrant, abhorrent behavior. CNN initially said this was not one of their employees. They then investigated and determined that they were actually going to have to fire this person. Let me just tell you this. There is a rising tide of anti-Semitism that is existing inside of the Democratic Party. People who, like AOC, want to accuse uh, Jewish people, Israel in particular, of practicing apartheid. That's what AOC said. Now, I think everyone should have to go on the record with whether or not they agree with that perspective. Do they believe that Israel is actually passing genocide and apartheid which is what some of the arguments are being made by the Democratic Party. This is scary stuff, uh, I believe. But I think everybody should have to go on the record with it. The CNN employee is actually representative of larger issues not some sort of outlier uh, in the larger context there. Uh, let me tell you by the way as we get ready for, uh, for a couple more topics here and we're rolling through everything I gotta tell you look erectile dysfunction affects over half of all men but it doesn't have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017 my Dr. Hank has been making America hard again. One of the best taglines out there. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. They secure your prescription and then ship it to you discreetly every month from U.S. pharmacies all for as low as $2 a pill. So don't wait. Join the movement to make America hard again. Go to mydoctorhank.com slash clay and sign up today. Tell Dr. Hank I sent you and he will give you 50% off your first subscription order. That's mydoctorhank.com slash clay offer available for a limited time. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. Marv Albert has officially retired. Marv Albert, one of the all-time great announcers and I put together my list if I had to pick of the five best announcers of all time in my opinion in the basically two generations that I've been watching sports. This is my top five ranking. Now, there are a lot of guys out there that I think are worthy of being named, all right? So I don't want to leave anybody out. Pat Summerall, Mike Tirico, Joe Buck, Vern Lundquist, Keith Jackson, Marv Albert, Al Michaels, Jim Nance, Vin Scully, Brent Musburger, Dick Enberg, Bob Costas, Ron Franklin, Gus Johnson. A lot of different guys over the last 30 to 40 years that have done a great job calling games. Also, a lot of different iconic game analysts. Charles Barkley, John Madden, Kirk Herbstreet, Tony Romo, Bill Rafferty, Dick Vitale, Bill Walton, 
Joel Klatt. I got a lot of guys that I'm friends with who do uh, call games, right? Um, and do a phenomenal job of kind of calling big national games. But here are my five best all-time fantasy uh, if I had to do a draft of guys to call games. All right, are you ready? And fortunately, I have been able to meet a lot of these guys which is an incredible experience. My number one all-time best announcer best sports announcer Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson has I believe the greatest voice to ever call college football. Whoa Nelly uh, it's a fumble. The way that he calls things uh, the big uglies all the different phrases that he made his own I was fortunate enough to meet Keith Jackson back in 2013 when we were doing our college football pregame show. Uh, He came, he was living in LA he came on to set with us one weekend to celebrate his birthday and do a live toss with us. It's a really cool experience. A really phenomenal experience for a kid who grew up a massive college football fan to get to meet Keith Jackson. In the second spot, Brent Musburger. You are looking live as Brent Musburger used to say. Remember how much he would hint at sports gambling lines before that was commonplace. I loved Brent Musburger. Also got a chance to meet him. Thought that he did an absolutely fantastic job uh, in his tenure uh, and also even now calling Raiders games on the radio. Third spot, Vin Scully. The voice of baseball Vin Scully absolute icon with the LA Dodgers you can't hear his voice and not think of summer evenings of summer afternoons it is just inextricably intertwined with the sounds of summer. In the four spot I've got Marv Albert I was a huge NBA fan in the 90s the Jordan era Bulls every single major play it feels like was connected to me Marv Albert's intonations Marv Albert's audio calling games for the NBA Uh, I just he was spectacular Marv Albert and then in the fifth spot I have Al Michaels you can agree or disagree with a lot of these names and again my long range list here Pat Summerall Mike Tirico Joe Buck Uncle Vern Lundquist uh, names that were Jim Nance Brent, uh, Dick Enberg Bob Costas Ron Franklin Gus Johnson in addition to those guys guys that are phenomenal as game analysts Charles Barkley who I think is the best former athlete on television ever John Madden the greatest voice of the NFL I think Kirk Herbstreet right now greatest voice of college football as a game analyst Tony Romo is already rapidly rising this list Bill Raftery in college basketball Dick Vitale Bill Walton whether you love or hate those guys there are certainly other guys that you can point to. Kevin Harlan has been great uh, an incredible voice there uh, but to me the five best Keith Jackson Brent Musburger Vin Scully Marv Albert and Al Michaels is how I would break all of those down. A um, couple of other stories out here. This is an interesting angle. Discovery is uh, making a decision to combine its assets with HBO Max basically and all of the different assets that AT&T bought relatively recently. And a lot of you out there probably like me you have a lot of different streaming offerings in uh, your household in addition to what may be a cable or satellite package. Netflix is the biggest streaming service in the country followed by Amazon Prime 
Disney Plus, Hulu, Paramount Plus and Showtime, HBO Max, Discovery Plus. So Discovery and HBO Max are now going to combine in an effort to create a business that is big enough to be able to go head-to-head with the Netflix, the Amazon Primes, the Disney Pluses of the world. Paramount also is doing pretty well and try to accelerate competition in the streaming space. Finally, so I'm intrigued to see how that's going to go. Finally, word is that Matthew McConaughey is seriously exploring a run for governor of Texas and doing some due diligence to see about potentially making that choice. Uh, This would be an absolutely wild battle between he and Greg Abbott. I think Greg Abbott has done a phenomenal job but one of the things this would test is our celebrity culture of politics going to continue? Donald Trump parachutes in gets elected president. Uh, Will we see more celebrities deciding to go the route into politics? Obviously Matthew McConaughey is a showman. He is a storyteller. Could he provide a compelling alternative in the state of Texas in the event he ran as a Democrat? I have no idea. Uh, But that is a story worth following. I tend to think that, uh, that Greg Abbott will be incredibly difficult to beat as the incumbent Texas governor but that is a story that is worth thinking uh, about especially because Greg Abbott has done such a good job exploding the logic behind Joe Biden calling the state of Texas opening up two months ago Neanderthal thinking. Alright, I will be live in about uh, 27 minutes on Fox Bet Live breaking down everything in the world of gambling as we get ready for the NBA and the NHL playoffs plus the PGA Tour uh, sorry the PGA Championship is happening this weekend uh, the second major of the year remember they have now moved it to May Uh, then we've got the US Open in June and the British Open in July all that headed your direction I appreciate all of you my name is Clay Travis DBAP unless you need to SBAP I appreciate you supporting everything that we do at OutKick. I hope you had fantastic weekends. I'm doing television and then I'm off to coach my fifth different Little League game in six days. This is wild. Appreciate all of you. This has been OutKick Show.